Welcome to Gain That Tune. again oh it's uh it's game that tune everybody and uh man this episode is gonna be out of this world let's start let's start some cliche phrases early and keep them coming uh um yeah it's uh game that tune uh it's gonna be an all space edition uh john harrington here we got john regan on the operating hey. board say hey this is john regan on the operating board God damn it. <laughs> uh, we got Jesse Moore who provided that space clip. Hey, uh, Splice! <laughs> yeah, actually, that's kind of a you know, misinformation. That's not Jesse saying space. No, but, it's uh, Tim still, Curry. His, his idea, his, uh, his execution. Great job. And uh, we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Awesome. So, yeah, um, it's Game That Tune. We, uh, we... You know, we've all brought the three songs from a video game. We're going to listen to the songs, try and guess the game based on the uh, songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to, you know, goof off, have some fun, talk about the games, probably make a bunch of jokes about space. Uh, whoever wins gets to uh, play a bonus song and pick the theme for the next episode. So, uh, you know, I, uh, I won last week, and I chose the uh, theme of games that are space games. John, where's the sound? Come on. Oh, whoops. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be uh, gonna be some fun. Uh, some I assume shoot 'em ups and interplanetary craziness and all kinds of uh, awesome outer space uh, interplanetary adventures. So um, yeah, shit, man. I think uh, I think we should just jump right into it, man. Let's uh, let's blast off. Game one. <laughs> God damn. It.
Spacey. Spooky space. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it was the best edit I could find in the <laughs> song. Um, so yeah, uh, a little trivia for this game. This is our uh, fan request. Uh, we got it through Twitter from one Deus Eight. Um, this game's title screen can be seen in a reflection on a character trophy in Super Smash Brothers Melee.
that was appropriately epic way to start the show. Yeah. Just fantastic. So, guys, you should have your answers. Uh, Obviously, it's Mega Man. No. Yeah. Uh, John Regan says Metroid for GameCube question mark. Wrong. Jesse and David say Super Metroid, which is absolutely 100% correct. And David even drew the <laughs> drew the uh, title screen in question that was reflected in that character trophy. Fuck yeah, Super Metroid is awesome, and I thought it was a great way to start the show because it's very easy to guess. No offense, John, and it's you know, <laughs> and it's a great space game. It's in space. I, it's exactly it, it meets all the criteria for a way to start the show. So, um, yeah, man, fuck. Uh, that that didn't sound like Super Nintendo music to me. That's what threw me. Really? It is I mean, Super it, it, Nintendo. Wow. Yeah, it, like that sounds they got, really they good. got some good sound out of it for that one. Like seriously, like the Damn. You know, that game, you know, the soundtrack, it's you know it's not that like necessarily the most memorable soundtrack, but like, man, it just works so well for that game. Like they got you know, they got a good sound team making it. Hold on, I actually do have the composer. Uh, the oh, composers man. on the game, <laughs> Kenji Yamamoto and Minako Hamano. I don't know what else those two have done, but, like, man, they just, the music, it's got, I don't know, it, it, there's so many different environments in the game, and somehow the music, they just always have the right music for the situation, like, uh, that first song. Well, that's one of the things about, like, Metroid music, is none of it is really, I mean, it has good music, but none of it's really, like, catchy, Yeah. like, you don't sit there humming it, but it is perfect ambient music. Yeah, for it, every environment in the game. Yeah, exactly. I think like the, a good the, space game like that should have very moody, ambient music like that. You know, right? Like the closest it comes to, is like a you know hummable kind of like you know song with a tune was the second song, which was the like I think the grassy area of Brinstar. You yeah. know, it's kind of and it's almost you know it, it stands out in the game because it's suddenly kind of upbeat and you know it's got that bum da bum bum. You know, but like the rest of it is more like the first song, which is the uh, the underwater area, Meridia, and it's just you know it's creepy, and it's not really you know there's not really like a, a you know beat to it. You're not you know it's not going to be like the fucking Zelda music that's just going to stick in your head, but man, it's fucking it sets the scene. It works perfectly in wherever you are in the game. It's fucking <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, or would you uh, say it was super? <laughs> it was super great, <laughs> out of this world, space age. Uh, space. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did I mention space? Yes, yeah, you're swimming in it. Oh no! But did um, Tim Gurry mis- mention space? <laughs> <laughs> he may have. Um, he may have. And, and he, technical behind the scenes fact: when I have the music playing in the background like this, it means I have my soundboard turned way down. So you, I, oh. this is me hitting. Yeah, it's barely there. <laughs> it's, yeah, barely perceptible. <laughs> so I can't really do we, uh, the sound effects while we're talking. We'll have to figure out what, a way to trade up on that. We'll we'll figure that out. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. but yeah, so Super Metroid. I mean, there's not much that needs think, to be said. Um, do you think Tim Curry would mention space while he's 50 feet away from us right now? Yeah, exactly. Tim Curry off in the distance, just yelling space. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Super Metroid, it's a fucking classic, man. I love that game. Like, it's it's one of those ones for the Super Nintendo that, like, you know, I feel compelled to, you know, just pop in every now and then and actually, you know, play through it again. Because, you know, it doesn't take forever, but, you know, it's still, I don't know, I consider it pretty challenging and rewarding. 
And I never was the kind of guy that could do a 100% run on that game because there's just so many fucking weird little secrets and blocks to chip away at. And, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking, you know, it's a pretty great game. Pretty classic. Um, does everybody else... Try. Does everybody... Oh, wait. What do you mean another try? Did you not care for it? I've never beaten it. Um, okay. I, I got it recently on the Wii U and I tried playing it and, um... I got pretty far, and then for some reason I just stopped playing it, but mm-hmm. I have it, so I might as well just, you know, play it again. Yeah, you should p- try and power through it. I mean, it, you know, there are some hard sections to it, like, as you get towards the end, it's strange. I remember that in, like, trying to get to Mother Brain for the final fight, somehow there's, like, a, these, like, semi-invincible space pirates outside of the Mother Brain room that are more frustrating oh. than the fucking Mother Brain boss fight. Like, wow. the somehow that, like, those motherfuckers... Gold, right? Yeah, they turn gold and they like dive kick at you and like it's like I don't know. As a kid, it was so fucking impossible for me to kill those things that like when I actually finally made it to Mother Brain, I was like, yes, you know, I better fucking beat this now because if I ever have to do this again, <laughs> like I'm in trouble. Huh. But uh, but yeah, yeah, like, I hated those things. I don't know what it yeah. was, but it was like a combination of the turning invincible and the dive kick, like. How yeah. they attack you is so hard su- to avoid that they suddenly move horizontally faster than any space pirates in the game. They turn invincible and they fucking like you know hit you with these like fucking diving kicks and it's like you, I don't remember, but I feel like it's you can only hit them while they're in the air. So they jump up and do like a super fast dive kick, and Fuck you know that. it takes fucking forever to get through that room. And it, but and it would be okay if there was one of them, but there's two that just kind of double team you. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then when you actually make it to the Mother Brain fight, it's pretty fucking great. It's not the hardest fight, but man, like, you know, oh, when she, you know, fucking takes on her full tall form and that fucking, you know, terrifying music starts playing. The, the ending to the ep- the game is fucking epic. I don't want to, you know, spoil it for anybody, but like, dude, it's got one of the best finishes of like a Super Nintendo game, especially for a game that has like no words. Like, you know, it's all strictly yeah, action I- and... You know, somehow they put together a very compelling ending with no dialogue whatsoever. Like, it's it's fucking dope. So, you know, I recommend giving it another try. Um, yeah. yeah, and Super especially Metroid since you have it on the Wii U, it, on the Wii U you can definitely do save states and shit, so it's yep. actually slightly easier to, you know, get through some of those more frustrating areas. Because, you know, some of, the, some of the challenges later on in that game are pretty fucking tough. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a good one. Yes. Super Metroid's weird for me personally because, it, like, it's not <laughs> one of my absolute. Well, it's not like one of my absolute favorite so games. Like, on. I love Man, this game, and I'm like, oh, favorite games. Like, oh, Super Metroid, of course. Like, I never think of it as a favorite, but I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. Like, right. it's just really it... polished. Real, like, I don't passionately love it. Like, I love other games, but. It's there's just something about it that's just like objectively really really good. Yeah, I think that might be it. You like literally can't deny it. It's it's fucking phenomenal and like, you know, it's not necessarily the most fun game to play, but like you recognize it's like yeah, this is uh this is great. Like these challenges are tough but fair. You know, this you know, world's so well designed and like <laughs> there's just so much to, you know, go back and do. You know, and the boss fights are generally fantastic. Like, everything about the game is pretty fucking great. And, you know, so yeah, no, exactly. It, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's undeniably a classic. So, you know, good times. Um, Johnny, you haven't said anything about Super Metroid. Say something nice. I've never played it. 
What? I've just never. I don't know. You didn't play the Genesis version? <laughs> oh, on, what man. was it called? Fuck, there is a Genesis game that's. Uh, yeah, the Genesis no, knockoff. A, no, there's a Master System game that's like the original Metroid Zillion, I think it's called. Huh. Hmm. Wow, John, you've uh, you've missed out. I would implore you to now play acquire Zillion. this game by legal means. Uh, parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, David, you would know. Is it on like 3DS Virtual Console? I think so. John, go find it there. Okay. <laughs> no, not Zillion. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not talking about the ultimate classic Zillion, you know, head and shoulders above Super Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> that might just be the next one. Is that a motorcycle uh, thing? That was pretty cool. Never heard of it. But uh, hack computers. But yeah, there's uh there's very little that needs to be said. Super Metroid objectively fucking amazing. Um just yeah. like Zillion. <laughs> That's gonna be the theme for the rest of the show. How does it stack up to Zillion? No, the theme for the rest of the show is how does it stack up to Zillion in space? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, awesome. Uh, good request. You know that that request was left over from our uh, softball edition, but you know it was the it was the game that inspired me to uh, choose this theme when I got the chance to. So uh, thanks for the request. Deus 8, and uh, keep them coming, because, uh, yeah, if you just keep requesting super classics that John Regan's never played, you're always welcome on Game That Tune. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, I think uh, I think we should keep it uh, keep it going, man. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next uh, galaxy or oh. star system or some shit. I don't know, man. Somebody Warp else help me out with these space engaged. things. <laughs> exactly. Game going two. plaid. Space!
Well, it's done. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mean thank God, but I really I kept thinking the song was ending. I was giving uh, it room to breathe at the end there. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. All right, next song. Indeed. That was the first song. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Galaxy Quest the whole time I was listening to it. <laughs> nope, nope. There was no game of that. We're not talking about that movie. <laughs> Ugh. That's a good movie. So are you guys ready for some trivia? Yes. Yes. As long as it's not about Galaxy Quest. All right, next song. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't help that, my man. <laughs> so, um... Tim Allen's game... character played a... <laughs> You know, I still so, don't uh, understand where, what game Akuma is in. I really God don't. God damn it, man. <laughs> you know, and geology. Well, I'm declaring, uh, declaring an embargo on all Akuma slash Tim Allen discussion from here <laughs> on <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to like the best theme I picked then. <laughs> all right. Let's get questions. Let's get trivia. Yeah, David has trivia. God damn it. So, so this game... Uh, has a host of unlockables in it, including the ability to turn some of the enemies into the developer's mascot character. The best unlockable in the game, however, is the ability to play on a stage, Greenwood Village, from Diddy Kong Racing. Cool. 
Hmm. Also, I hope you're ready for this next song. We are. say funky one might even say spacey <laughs> john you gotta be ready with those sounds man i what oh god damn it space! <laughs> <laughs> note to self every time somebody says space i have to play one of those sounds yes oh, that's the idea that's the whole idea <laughs> i have a mouse over the hat trick button okay <laughs> so um let, let's see those guesses. Uh, John, John, and Jesse all say Jet Force Gemini. It, You're all wrong. What? <gasps> dun, no, I'm just dun, messing with you. It's dun. Jet Force Gemini. Yes. <laughs> Ultra! Starring Akuma. Space! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ultra Space is the best space. That's fucking tight, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I love that you went on Twitter and said that this might be kind of an obscure pick earlier in the week. Because seriously, when I chose space, I've, I've known you for quite some time, David, and I knew that you were going to pick this. <laughs> like, well, you know, I figured, this I figured this was the first game you would think to pick, and then it would be like, ah, wait, now I'll go with something else. But of course, since Mario Galaxy was already off the table. But uh, I'm so glad you picked this game. Yeah, you know, I haven't I played this, this in such a long time. I love this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I thought it was kind of an obscure pick because whenever anybody like, anytime Rare does game. anything now, they're like, "Oh, where's the new Battletoads? Where's Banjo Kazooie?" And nobody says anything about Jet Force Gemini. Yeah, the one game they made that would be actually really well like translated to a new like new system, new like you know generation of consoles, like. Yeah, nobody likes fucking third-person shooters with platforming elements anymore. <clears throat> yeah, Unfucking charted. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> just just get rid of that thing at the end where you have to go back and collect every single thing, and you know, oh, yeah. it's a good game again. Because you know. <laughs> I remember playing it, loving the hell out of it. Got to that part and said, "Fuck you," and turned the game well, off. <laughs> It seems like Rare had a tendency to do that. I, you know, I don't yeah. remember all the specifics, but their Nintendo 64 series all had. All uh, it's like yeah. you know, yeah, like Blast Core. Go back and light every single one of these small lights in order to you know unlock the moon level. Fucking you know, Banjo Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64, fucking oh. you know. Every 
God. Everything. Donkey Kong 64 was the worst out of all of them. Oh, Jesus. There were like special collectibles every character had to have. So it was yeah. like, man. Different colored coins, all these fucking bananas, you know, you different to take fucking pictures of things. <sighs> yeah, but you know, so you know, honestly, I've, you know, I it speaks to the obscurity of this game that I've forgotten how much stuff there is to collect and I don't remember the specific collectibles like I do say Banjo-Kazooie or Donkey Kong 64 but uh but no I remember uh, remember playing the hell out of this game and really enjoying it so yeah it's about time you know this one you know hashtag why no sequel like seriously it, it's way overdue especially I mean ugh just mm, <laughs> no yeah. David did I'm choking on my I own rage used here to, like play the shit out of this in two player mode I'm pretty confident we did Yes, like, I remember taking this over to your house and playing it a ton of times. Yeah, like, yes. Because I, I remember um, I had gone through and I had unlocked, because there's a racing mode in the multiplayer, and yeah. you can get Greenwood Village in it. And I remember it's like, dude, I have to show you this. And you were blown away. It's was like, what? This is Diddy Kong Racing. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember that having a shit ton of multiplayer modes. Like, you had, I think... Uh, co-op where like one person was a character or char- like a regular character and the other was uh like a little robot i think right like a little floating robot floyd, floyd. yeah yeah yep. I, I remember that. and i remember um the, but i also remember like uh combat modes and there were a ton of like games like you could do a king of the hill type game um, yeah, there but, was like Deathmatch, King of the Hill, there were a whole bunch of stages for like every version, and then you had the entire racing mode separate, like yeah. there was a lot in this game. It's disappointing because King of the Hill is not what you think it is, like I assumed it was whoever sells the most propane and, and time oh. it, but... <laughs> <laughs> God dang that it, John! was out of this world. <laughs> yeah. God, no. This entire this entire line of discussion was just a setup for that joke, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. John doesn't actually like this game. He just wanted to get to the point where he could mention King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, finally. Oh shit! But no, Rare was good about that, man. They they released uh, you know in the, like the later stages of the Nintendo sixty four. Like, did anybody ever play like Conker's Bad Fur Day? That had so many different multiplayer modes in it. Like, you know, they yeah, had. Wasn't a, there a mode where you could like play as a dinosaur to attack other people? I feel that like there was. Awesome. It's been a long time since I played. The main thing I remember is there was like a uh, storming the beaches of Normandy thing where it's like squirrels versus oh, yeah. like fucking teddy bears or you know something like that. And you know it was uh, it was really unfair if you were the ones trying to actually storm the beach because if you're the people like holding down the fort, you just have like automatic weapons in bunkers. But yeah, anyway, that's conquer. That's not Jet Force Gemini. Um, but yeah, man, you know, uh, you guys might have been playing the two-player. I think I was at least sitting off to the side, like, you know, trying to hang out with your sister or something when that was going on. Because, like, <laughs> I definitely remember being around and, you know, playing this game with you guys. But, uh, but yeah, yeah it, you know, it was a lot else. of fun. And it just, I, seriously, it's a third-person shooter. It's made for fucking co-op now, even if, you know, somebody has to control the dog. Like... You know, it I love the dog. Oh, the dog was like my favorite character. The best yeah, because it's a fucking dog get... in a spacesuit. It's fucking great. <laughs> he has jetpack legs well, the best or whatever. Part was, <laughs> he had like jetpacks in his boots, so you could hover with the dog. But then halfway through the game, you get upgrades, and like the the two main characters are two twins, a male and a female, and they just get like power armor. And then the dog, he gets an enhanced version of his suit that gives him tank treads. So it's like a little yes. mini tank with a puppy head. It's gross. Yeah, I remember that. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you know, having played through like Metal Gear Solid Five, 
and seeing the previews for like the new Zelda made me realize I like dog companions in video games. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's about time for a new Jet Force Gemini, heavy dog focus, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, with like uh, with with like a decent new cover system, to, you know, to be utilized and just like. It's, it's strange. I remember liking the game, but I feel like it would have been better on the GameCube because just, you know, shooter games in general yep. improved, obviously, with the twin sticks. And, Definitely. you know, the fact they never went back to this is just a fucking travesty because, like, I would have played the shit out of a sequel to this on yeah. any generation of console. It, you know, it doesn't matter when they came out with it. They could have come out with it, you know, on the Wii. I would have bought it, you know, day one, like, just out of sheer, just complete excitement that they finally listened to somebody and was like, oh, yeah. That obscure game. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll make Blast Core. Maybe we'll make Jet Force Gemini sequels. Maybe we Wait won't. Maybe we'll we just have make the rights to this. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, who owns the rights to that anyway? <laughs> Does don't they own Rare now? Microsoft. They yeah. Just See, the, and that's uh, Rare collection, and that has Jet Force Gemini on it. And I hear that version is pretty good. That they right. kind of upgraded it a little bit for the collection. That's I was gonna cool. say, if I, I mean, remember, could... I'm not positive, but I think I heard that they upgraded it where you can use twin sticks. Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because you know, that just makes too much sense. Because the thing I remember really is like, I mean, shooting games on Nintendo 64 obviously were like some of the first shooting games I played, and they were like at the time they didn't seem terribly frustrating. But like looking back, you know, for some reason Jet Force Gemini, I remember spending a lot of the time just holding those C buttons and just like strafing back and forth. Yep. And, like, just not doing very well at it. Like, well, this is not the most satisfying shooting experience. But, like, the still, the game was just... Mess you up. Exactly! But the game was just... It was a lot of fun. It was colorful. The levels were huge. You know, and at the time, I wasn't bored to death by collecting things. I, you know, I still loved collecting things. So, you know, it was, uh... It was great, man. You know, bring it back. Get Rare on the phone. Call Graham Norgate. How much, how much would you pay them for it? You know, shit, man. If they actually made like a new one, and I could get it on my PS4 without having to buy a fucking X Bone or uh, you know X Bones, you know, I'd pay full price for it. I'd, I'd pay you know AAA price to play to play a new generation Jet Force Gemini. But if they just wanted to release it, you know, solo for a download, you know, I'd give them ten bucks. Ten bucks. Come on, Rare. You know you want it. <laughs> you know, I got That's my wallet. Ten dollars right you're here. walking away from right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On, How's right? that Think taste? About it. <laughs> yeah, that's like a whole Chipotle burrito. Yeah. And you, you can know, have lunch. Extra couple of extra guacs, you know, it's all they need, man. No, nah, no, you get one guac. Well, <laughs> yeah, ten dollars. Sorry. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't eat a Chipotle very much, man. <laughs> uh there's cause there's no Chipotles in space. <laughs> Really? Come no, on! I, I, I explained earlier. I can't oh, I didn't hear the music playing. Yeah, it's playing. Yeah, that seems dude. kind of. I don't know. Why do we even have sound effects then if we can't play them? Well, that's oh. next week. I'll have that fixed. This is okay. why we need a Patreon. A Patreon to buy John a second soundboard. <laughs> next week I will have dual soundboards. One for music, one for sound effects. Oh and then God, it won't be, be Space Week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's yeah. A so real shame um, that next week we won't be in space. Space. <laughs> yeah, somebody wins and picks space all over again. That'd be pretty fucking great. <laughs> for next week's theme, space. Just let's keep going with space. But uh, yeah, so David, anything else on uh, anything else on Jet Force Gemini? No, I just I I really enjoyed this game, and it was one of my favorite N64 games. And 
Yeah, as soon as you said space, my actually my first thought was Kirby Superstar because of the Milky Way Galaxy thing. I'm like, oh wait, mm. we used that already. Oh, I can't use Mario Galaxy either. Damn it! Wait, Jet Force uh, Gemini. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll fall back on that Overlook Classic. Well, there was you know. Mario Galaxy too. Yeah, that's coming tempted. on the next. I was coming really on the next tempted. Space Edition. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, cool. Um, so yeah, John. Uh, Check your uh, G-Diffuser system, and I think we should uh, move on to the next game. Game 3. Sweet. Yeah. Space. So, uh, trivia for this game. One of the uh, one of the vehicle designs in this game was actually designed and used in a canceled entry in this series 
over 20 years prior to this game's release. That's tight. I like it. And how right. about me accidentally giving a hint before starting any of the three songs? Did everybody <laughs> check their G diffuser systems? <laughs> Wait, what's that? Wait, hang on. I did. Hang on. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> no. Let's, uh, let's turn them over, boys. Let's see it. So, oh. John says Star Fox Assault. David and Jesse say Star Fox Zero. That's absolutely correct. Not you, John. Star Fox Zero. Hey, Boom. How is that? Dude, it's a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice, uh, nice guess, Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really like that. How is it? It's a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. You're <laughs> sure about I that? I challenge that. Well, no, yeah. no. I didn't mean it like that. I've just I've no. heard a lot of things about the controls being weird. But then I, I also mean, hear that you can change them, so... Um, I haven't really explored the full control options yet. You know, honestly, like, I, uh, <laughs> I used this week's theme also as an excuse to go buy this game because I'd been wanting it. And I'm like, man, I'm going to choose space games and I'm going to go buy myself a copy of Star Fox Zero and I'm going to play through it and it's going to be fucking fun. And then, you know, yeah, probably John Regal will get it wrong. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the game's a lot of fun. You know, the only, like, the controls are a little weird. You know, honestly, like, my first impressions of it were just like, man, I really wish I could just play this using the Wii U Pro Controller and make it just, like, a fucking classic Star Fox game. But really, once you kind of start getting the hang of the controls, they're not so bad. Like, it's just... 
it just takes some getting used to because like literally it's weird having to divide your attention between the TV screen and the Wii U gamepad and you know it's just you know like th there are these boss fights that like at first they were kind of frustrating because it's like oh man you know I can barely tell what's going on like I'm having to aim through the gamepad but then also kind of pay attention to what's going on, on the TV screen but once you kind of figure out that balance and you figure out I mean you're like literally you're moving around with the left stick you're doing your boosts and your breaks and your loop-de-loops with the right stick and then like turning the gamepad to aim as you're like flying you know it it's tricky but like once you start getting the hang of it it all kind of comes together it works better on some some levels than others but uh but yeah I think the game's a fucking blast and you know I, I kind of didn't realize like Man, I'd been needing a new Star Fox in my life. Like, I hadn't played Star Fox. You know, like, I played Assault whenever it came out on GameCube. And before that, I played, you know, Star Fox Adventures. But, you know, I didn't really count Oops. that because they, they just <laughs> kind of slapped Star Fox into it. And, you know, it wasn't supposed to be a Star Fox game. Nope. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's just basically an updated Star Fox 64. You know, there's, I mean, a couple of new bosses. And, Is Bill you know, in it? Bill is totally in it. <laughs> Is he yeah. cooler or anything? I mean, he's so leading he a squadron is there a of guys. Level based off Independence Day. Yeah, I mean, not much. <laughs> yeah, it's like so it's a funny here. thing. There's like literally like recycled mines, and then occasionally like new readings of them. But like, yeah, you fly into this space battle. I can't remember. I think it's in you know Sector X or whatever. And you're having to fight, you know, blow up a bunch of enemy star cruisers, and you fly in, and Bill's there, and you know, it's like, Fox, you made it, and then you know, Bill, is that you? And I'm like, oh god, this is the same fucking dialogue from Star Fox 64, like, <laughs> you know, nice job, guys, and you know, you start shooting down his ships, like, Fox, that's one of ours. <laughs> like, yep, this takes me back. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, so say, that is an A-plus Bill impersonation. Yeah. Thanks, man. I really want you to talk like Bill the rest of the episode. I cannot do that. It hurts my throat. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. But yeah, you, 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 uh, you meet up with Bill at a really busy space battle where you have trouble telling the enemies apart. So, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Like, you know, it... uh. Yeah, it checks all the boxes. There's, you know, uh, I've only played through it like one and a half times, and like first time I did, you know, I was just kind of trying to get my bearings. I didn't get a single mission accomplished, which was frustrating, you know. But it's uh, it's got some cool stuff. There's like, uh, you know, there's new vehicles, you know, in like the uh, just the on rails R wing levels. You can just hit a button and turn into the chicken walker, awesome. and. Uh, that was the answer to the trivia question. They actually designed the uh, the R wings to turn into walkers for Star Fox Two, and then promptly canceled that game. Um, but yeah, uh, and yeah, so you can like walk and hit switches, and you know, like for the space battles, even it's like you gotta, you know, go like you'll be flying with the Great Fox, and then like you know things will attach itself, attach themselves, and start beating up the Great Fox, so you can turn into the walker, land on the wings, and start shooting shit. That's yeah. Cool. It, yeah, it's uh it's it's actually a lot of fun. It just it takes a it takes getting used to the controls and then, you know, there's some things that are, you know, more fun than others. Like they added this huh. gyro wing vehicle where it's like uh you know, like a hel cool. Yeah, it's not very much fun. It's a slow moving helicopter. And it comes with the function of having to drop a really high pitched like child childlike robot to hack computers. It's just like, okay, this you know, no, this was wrong. Like <laughs> this idea no. All the other ideas, pretty much yes. But gyro wing sections, no. 
but at the same time, they use the gyro wing for like a kind of fun level. They, uh, I don't know if you remember in Star Fox 64, Zonus. It was like the fucking garbage water level. Oh yeah, yeah. Where oh yeah, you know, there's, it's just yeah, it's poison. And it's no, it's not the it's not the submarine level. It's where you're flying on the water and there's just like tankers and oh, eventually and, you have to and cat you have to you know, just respectful little whelps. Cat, yeah, what are you doing here? Hey, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You go to Zonus on this one and you save Cat. Ah. So you know, Cat's back in the game. But you have to do it in the fucking gyro wing, <laughs> and uh, but it's like but it's it's like a sneaking mission. Like it's a, it's an all range thing with the gyro wing, and you have to avoid the spotlights, and you have to like hack computers and go into you know buildings and shit. It's interesting. It's just not the most fun. You know, it's not the fast paced Star Fox you're looking for. But it, you know, they're trying new things. But like the classic Star Fox that's shit that's in the game is actually pretty fucking fun. So yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. And, you know, I haven't gotten to the point where I can play multiplayer with anybody yet, but apparently that's uh, not really what they wanted to do in this game. I don't understand <laughs> why there's not online fucking Star Fox 64 multiplayer in this game, because that's know, too good of a fucking idea. Yeah. That would be awesome, like, especially just of giant space battles and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Like a, or, you know, an online multiplayer where it's like four people trying to kill the most enemies and also kill each other. Yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah, that would be amazing. But nope. Yep. No, or you know, Fox like or like Fox. online co-op where you know I can control yeah. Fox and you know John is Slippy and Jesse is Peppy and David's Falco and you know we all just take on a level together. Like, why the fuck isn't that a thing? You know, I don't know. Your father you know, saved me like that too, Fox. <laughs> exactly. That's all it would be. It Cheer would be us just. Game, Fox. It would just be us doing Star Fox quotes Do to each other the whole time. Get this guy off me. Yeah. Try a <laughs> I guess I should be thankful. Who's <laughs> supposed to get through? Yeah, I, I would strictly do SNES Star Fox impressions. <laughs> hey, Einstein, I'm on your side. Uh, Fox, yeah. get this guy off me! You said that one already. I, that's how you hear it so yeah, much. That's pretty that much all <laughs> Enemy shields analyzed! Uh, yeah, Slippy's useless. You guys, just keep coming! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, you know, if you haven't played it, I'd recommend going for it. Uh, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Another idea: eight-player battle where you have Star Wolf versus Star Fox. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. Oh dude, yeah, like a four so four. That'd be amazing. Yep. Ooh. Oh yeah, and they went back to the old Star Wolf team. That's the thing; they did away with all the shit from Star Fox Assault and Star Fox, uh, yeah. whatever the fuck else. You know, Crystal's gone, Panther is gone. You know. Like, it's basically a reset. Like, okay, let's I'll go back to Star Fox 64. Good, peppy old pal. You know, Andrew's back, Pigma's back, you know, fucking you know, annoying bird, I am the great Liana's back. Enemy is my enemy. Yeah. Uh, Your daddy's cool. I mean, good before he died. I haven't gotten him to say that yet, but I've, oh. that's got to be in the game somewhere. Because, you know, he's. <laughs> Pig, Pigma's got all his other quotes. You know, like I'm fighting him, and he's like, I'll, I'll do, do you, you fast, Peppy Old Bell. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. What's next? <laughs> what do you say after that, Pigma? <laughs> but I'm the right. great Leon. Uh, yeah, and Star Wolf's Andros pretty dope. Ordered us to take you down. <laughs> See, and they changed his voice. He's a little more like Super Smash Brothers Brawl Wolf, so he's a little, uh, a little more gruff, a little less uh, whatever voice they were going for with Wolf in the Nintendo 64 version. The old sort of British, but a little, more, little more Texas and a little less European. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, the game's a lot of fun. Oh, and you know, and obviously the uh, the Star Wolf team they have transforming ships too, because like you know, you have to <laughs> do the thing where your thing transforms into a bird. Guess what? They're transformed into fucking wolves. <laughs> yeah. And then you still kill them anyway. But you know, it's uh, it's pretty fucking fun, man. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm awesome. looking forward to actually you know completing it, com- continuing to play it. Because yeah, I'm uh, happy that I got it. So yeah. Um, anything else on Star Fox 64? This one? Anything? Uh, oh, and the and oh. the music's pretty fucking good too. It's uh, yep. it's com- it's composed by uh, the Platinum Games sound team oh, cool. that did uh, music for Okami and Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 and the Wonderful 101. So it's uh, it's got appropriately it's epic action music. So uh, yeah, shout out to them, Platinum Games. Doing it right. Space! In space. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice segue. Uh, Platinum Games music team that worked on Bayonetta, so maybe we should fly me to the moon. Space! space! <laughs> Damn it, he's right. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. Game four.
guys ready for some trivia? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So let's see here. This game was first released uh, in 1994, um, and it introduced some new concepts to first-person shooters. It uh, was the first one to have dual-wielded weapons and real-time voice chat in multiplayer. Uh, it was a first-person shooter released in 1994, and it introduced uh, some new first-person shooter concepts like dual-wielding weapons and real-time voice chat in multiplayer. And I can give you more hints if you want them. No, don't. Okay. Or do. Okay. Your choice. It came out on Mac. On Mac OS. Oh. Yeah, okay. Good. All right. <laughs> I guess ready? Oh, man. Let's see here. Everybody says a marathon. Ultra! And that is absolutely correct. <laughs> I love it when we get two ultras in an episode. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. But, uh, Only hey, reason I guess, guess that because you always talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. For all you're talking about marathon, uh, somehow you never got me to play that back in the day. So uh, I've never played marathon. So, uh, John, you're up. Host the segment. Oh, shit. Uh, it's a bungee game, isn't it? What's that? Isn't it a bungee game? It is. Yeah, it was a bungee game. It was, uh, I think it was their second game, because they had a game before that called Pathways into Darkness. Um, but yeah, they made uh, Marathon on macOS, Marathon 2 for macOS and Windows, and then Marathon Infinity, again, only for Mac, which is kind of weird. I don't know why they went with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it introduced a few other concepts that have shown up in the Halo games, like... Uh, the main story of Marathon is that your ship's been attacked by aliens, and there's three artificial intelligence systems systems on the ship that are kind of like losing their minds over the course of the game. Oh, good. Uh, and they call it Rampancy. And I think in Halo they have, I think they call it the exact same thing. They call it an AI goes rampant. Oh. Um, I was going to say, aren't there like connections between Marathon and Halo? Oh, yeah. Where like nothing is official, but it's kind of like the spiritual sequel in the same world? I, I think so. I would figure that would be the case since, I mean, it's Bungie, so they probably were, like, t you know, giving all these things to test run on Marathon, then Microsoft backed a fucking, you know, Xbox load of money up to them. <laughs> like, make a game, make us famous. You know, make people buy this something. thing. Oh, yeah. Exactly, make people buy this large X 
marked box. With the Duke controller. But yeah, it was uh so it was a great game. It was very, very dark. Like as you play it it's actually hard to see shit to the point that it's kind of annoying. And then right. um but <laughs> so the way the you learn the story is as you go through games you, as you go through the game you come up to these terminals and the terminal will connect you to one of the AIs who, you know, tells you what's going on. And so you have like Leela is kind of the main AI and the only one that seems to be any good. And then there's another one, Durandal, who is like go trying trying to you know fuck up fuck your day up the whole time. And then mm-hmm. the third one, I forget his name, but he's just straight up gone batshit crazy. And Bender. <laughs> like Bender bending Rodriguez. So sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you come to a terminal and it's just like a description of how the security doors work. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like so, Ugh. it really kind of messes me a little bit. Nice. And uh, it's really really good. I ha- you can play it for free now, so I highly recommend that. So wait, since you have to go up to the terminals to learn the story, is the story like completely optional? Can you just like fucking blast your way through the game and ignore that shit, or like you, uh, you have to? You could, but the ter- like so. Well, most of the terminals tell you what you need to do to get out of the level. Gotcha. Like they show you a map and say, "Here's where you need to get out. Go here." Right. Because yeah, I was thinking like you know, like in Metroid Prime, you can you know, there's all these little things for you to scan that kind of say like you know what happened in the area, and they're not all necessary to the game. Like mm-hmm. some of them actually unlock doors. But a lot of them are just like, oh yeah, it looks like some you know, big thing went down here. Here's a little bit of Chozo history. I was like, uh, you know, if it's like that, good for them. They came up with the optional story idea, you know, years before Metroid Prime implemented it. But, eh, you know, I'm cool if you have to actually pay attention to the story or at <laughs> least, you know, act like you're paying attention to the story. <laughs> but as obviously, as Bungie games would go on, the story would, uh, you know, become less and less important. Because anybody that says Halo's got some amazing fucking story, they're lying. You know, there's, <laughs> like, seriously. Nobody fucking cares about the adventures of fucking, you know, super badass man with a mask on and his AI friend. It's, you know, no one fucking cares. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Iron Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. They need to just you know, ditch the Halo huh. series and start making an Iron Man series because I would play an Iron Man shooting game like <laughs> that. What, what does I mean, he have a gun? Iron Man, yes, why do you so, have a gun? You have repulsor's blast. That's like, the whole nope. thing. Iron Man just he Call dual wields his he just dual, dual wields his hands. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of cool to have a first person shooter that's just like this person <laughs> just walking and doing hand blasts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then at some point, like, it'd be great if there was a cutscene where you see, like, Iron Man hover into the room and just both of his arms are outstretched. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are you doing? It's like, nothing. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I need uh, some WD-40. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have rusted in place. But yeah, no, they should make... Th- there's so many Iron Man game ideas that are not being used. I mean, seriously, just, you know... Like, they haven't made a superhero game in a long time. This new Spider-Man game is going to be, like, the first one in a while. Yeah, wh- like, why are why is Lego the only one making badass superhero games at this point? Like, <laughs> I don't you know, that's weird. Yeah, they're, they're fun games, but they're for children, and they're not actually badass. It's just, you know, oh, look, it's Lego Marvel. It's got, like, 500 fucking characters in it. That's going to have to do for now. Well, but that like, Spider-Man game looks well, badass. Yeah, it does. Disney has Disney has shut down all of their in-house development, and they're only going to license stuff out. So they're probably going to license all the Marvel stuff out. Only yeah. a matter of time, so, I guess. <laughs> I remember there was like a petition the day the news broke that got some crazy amount of signatures to say like, "Okay, you're going to license out, you know, the things that you own." 
Can we get Marvel vs. Capcom 4 now? <laughs> exactly. Go ahead and do that. License that right this minute. <laughs> Somebody uh, in the chat is saying that uh, they'd love to see a way forward Maximum Carnage remake. Whoa. Oh, crap, that'd be <gasps> nuts. <laughs> All right, you know, put that on the list of tight ideas to run by Shiggy. Dear um, way forward. David yeah. would pay this amount no, no, of money. No, 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 <laughs> no. We don't call Shiggy. We need to call up good friend of the podcast, Matt Bozon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Matty. He was um, over last weekend. We had some chicken on the barbecue. It was great. Mateo! Yeah, the, yeah just the, the listen, listen, listen to the back episodes. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. The, you know, the old barbecue-themed episode. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. old games that feature barbecues. Uh, Monster yeah, Hunter. Just, um, let's see. All right. <laughs> it's going to be the Zelda, Zelda, Cooking Zelda Mama. Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, anyway, uh, Marathon, uh, pretty... Uh, <laughs> Pretty good precursor to, Not I guess, you know, modern first-person shooter games. I oh, mean, yeah, I think so. And like I said... Voice chat must have sucked on a 1994 yeah. Macintosh. Yeah, you know, I, I never <laughs> got to try that feature, so I have no idea how well it worked. <laughs> that would have sounded like shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember man. voice chat on Dreamcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. But I remember only Quality. I only ever got to try multiplayer marathon once. It was in middle school when I brought two Macs together and ran a printer cable between them and made a network and got to try it out. And then Miss Wamser came in and said, "You can't do that." <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe turn it off. Nice. So I got to play for like five say, seconds. All of my all of my memories of this game involve hanging around middle school because the middle school all used Macs, and somehow that game got on every single Macintosh in Ugh, that. School. That and Escape Velocity. Uh, see, I yes. remember playing Escape Velocity. I, yeah, that's thing. I somehow managed to never play fucking Marathon, but yeah, like, you know, damn it. Yeah. Ugh, oh, middle has, school. Escape Velocity Golden was age. my first pick for this week, but there's actually no music in that game, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck. I actually thought you were going to pick Escape Velocity. <laughs> and then as soon as you mentioned first person shooter, I was like, oh, Marathon. <laughs> Here's songs one, two, and three. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Just Next really, song. Yeah, realize there's no music in this game. Here's your hint. There's no music in this game. <laughs> the third Escape oh, Solitaire isn't a space game. <laughs> Jesse says spider solitaire. No. <laughs> the uh, robot the, solitaire, obviously, because he's a space robot. The third Escape Velocity game, Escape Velocity Nova, does have like it has opening music, but it's just Mars by you know Gustav Holst. So it's just like a piece of classical music. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the only song. I should not that. good enough. <laughs> It's like, all right, here's the songs. Like, wait a minute, this is the airship theme from Mario 3. God, man, this, Please don't sue me. We're like six minutes in. What is this song at? <laughs> this is just the first one, too. Uh, I just nice. play it three times. Oh the, oh, the golden age of gaming. <laughs> Middle school. <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah. Uh, anything else on... Uh, Marathon or the Marathon series? I, you know. Space! <laughs> <laughs> I think that says it all. What more can I say? <laughs> I, I do remember, Damn. for some reason, <laughs> I was going to say, I do remember just last minute thought the shotgun in Marathon was awesome. Like, it was ridiculously overpowered and you had to find it. It was hidden somewhere and nobody ever got it. Yeah, but hmm. I remember one time getting it. It was like, this weapon is amazing! Yeah. Yeah. 
Some might, question the, some might question the usefulness of a shotgun in space, but you know, <laughs> not Marathon, baby. <laughs> yeah, they know what's up. It makes sense. Uh, it's got a good spread. <laughs> space! space! Game five.
tight. Yeah. Delicious. Blank is a scrolling shooter game developed by Technosoft. It is the third chapter in the Blank series. It was released in 1990 in Japan, Europe, and the United States for the Mega Drive and Genesis. During the same year, it was retooled into an arcade game. In 1991, it was ported to the Super Nintendo under the title Thunder Spirits.
Sweet. All right, guys. I am so lost. <laughs> lost in space. I mean, space. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can we please put that on the permanent soundboard, please? <laughs> Only if we want to keep mentioning space. <laughs> oh, we will. Space. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I'm sure we'll I, find uh, some space for it. Space. space! <laughs> I think my I think my game that tune history actually helped me on this one. Yeah. Um, are we ready, John? Do yes. you even yeah. have a guess? I do. Let's see. Uh. <laughs> John Regan says, Bill Clinton's No Bullshit Hot Tub Adventure and Time Machine in Space. That's incorrect. <laughs> John Harrington says, Marathon Thunder Force 3. No, oh, that okay. was just my previous answer. I see. Jesus. Thunder Force 3. I know. <laughs> and David says, Thunder Force 3. Both are correct. Wow, good job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get, uh, I've never played these games, but uh, they are back when it hard. Back whenever we first started the show, <laughs> I was you know fucking just you know hitting Twitter up for requests, and somebody requested Thunder for Thunder Force Four, yeah. and I listened to the soundtrack to that. I'm like, wow, that music's fucking dope. And then of course we started doing these theme shows, so I never fucking came up with a way to use Thunder Force Four. But uh, then you said the trivia, and it's like, oh, this is the third entry. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, but it's that Thunder Force game. Awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's got to be Thunder Force 3. Because, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know that soundtrack, but it sounds fucking great. And, uh, yeah, tight, man. Um, so, yeah. so, what's the, the, what's the Thunder Force story? They're fun, but they're super hard. I mean, they're, they're shoot-em-ups, you know. So you're flying around, trying not to get hit. If you get hit, you're dead, you know, uh, you're collecting better weapons. Uh, the trick is to, you know, not die because if you die, you lose your good weapons. And so uh, you want to get through the stages with the best weapons so you can burn through the bosses because the bosses right. are even harder. So. Hmm. And so it's a, it's like a scrolling shooter game? Yeah. Okay. It's like R-Type uh, or something like that, you know. Right, yeah, horizontal. Cool. Yeah, I like those games. You know. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, trying to remember. Yeah, I definitely. At some point, I bought R-Type on like the Wii Virtual Console and played the shit out of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, those games. You know, they're a lot of fun. And I love. You know, I love the soundtracks because what was it? Back in our first episode. Uh, fuck. What was? Uh, Sky Shark. Yeah, yeah Sky Shark. It, you know, those on rails like old school arcade shoot 'em ups had fucking awesome music that oh, you know yeah. is almost yeah. like overwhelming for like what goes on in those games like you want to fucking focus and like be paying attention to you know the onslaught the fucking just like you know storm of you know bullets and lasers and shit but there's also amazing music playing and it's yeah. just like hyperactive and it's fucking great i have to assume that's what goes on in these games <laughs> and there were a ton i wonder if that was intentional it's gotta like, be right well, like <laughs> like because they were they were all arcade games and they were had to be hard to get as many quarters as possible. Like, how many distractions can we throw to exactly. get them to die and spend more quarters? Yeah, you know, and I bet you in the arcade, I mean, it's like you know, you got to have some attractive music. Like, you know, that bitch has to go into oh, a yeah. track mode. It's like, hey, kids, look over here. You know, like you got to do anything you can yeah, to draw the people. Sweet, in. attractive music. You see, yeah, exactly. You know, that's yeah. that's my impression of a 1990 arcade cabinet. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Yeah, come on. That's remarkably like your slippy toad impression. Yeah, put a put a quarter in my slot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh oh no, I'm not gonna not gonna go down that road. Arcade machines so in a track. Force three. 
Yeah. So, um, have you have you played Thunder Force Three or like you know other games in the Thunder Force series? Are they are they pretty fun? Besides um, being like brutally hard. <laughs> I've mainly just played three because I had it for a while. Yeah, it's it's fun, but it's brutal. Um, there's this guy on YouTube, Shmup Master, and he is he does uh, no hit runs of these shoot 'em up games. What? So like he doesn't get hit at all and just goes through the game like yep. It's a it's pretty amazing to watch. Pretty like, fucking impressive when you watch shit like that. I love it. Yeah, because I mean I guess it really you know does come down to just kind of a, being able to see the patterns and see which way things are moving on the screen. Yeah. I mean you can find your little nook, but you know. I don't know, man. You know, all those games. Press. Any any unreal shooter game that I've ever played, horizontal, vertical, fucking top down, whatever. You know, they're fucking just. It's so busy. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of fun, and you're just yeah. you know moving back and forth and fucking tapping those buttons. You never let up from the fire button, and you know, yeah, it's. It, uh, it sucks when you accidentally use one of your bombs too. Oh man. <laughs> Look, I need that for the boss. Yeah, that, uh, that's a pain that I've known throughout my gaming career. Like, oh, no, no, not yet! Like, <laughs> blow through your fucking important item before you need it. Ah, uh, jeez. So, cool. Um, good game. Good, uh, good tunes. Um, anything else on, uh, on Lightning Force series? On on-rail shooters? R-Type? Space? What was that? It was... Space. Thank you. <laughs> Good God. Uh, this is why we need a Patreon, people. We need John to have professional sound equipment. We need to go That's full right. morning zoo in space. We need to set it up. Yep. Yeah. You know, douche in space. That's us. Um, cool. So uh, that is the end of the regular game, and uh, it's a uh, it's a pretty good one. It's a tie between David and Jesse. So I think we need to go to our out-of-this-world, super spacey lightning round. Lightning round! <laughs> Fucking tight. It's a lightning round in space. Space! Excellent. Space lightning. So, it's like one of those uh, storms, <laughs> storms in Star Trek where they have to fly in and other sensors work, but they're trying to trick some other aliens and stuff. And yeah, it's a, it's a space storm, so one of you, or both of you, are going to receive Fantastic Four powers from this lightning round. Um, so, I've got a list of games, and the year that they came out in, and I'm going to give you part of the title, and you need to fill in the rest of the title. So, we are going to start with David. 1978. Blank Invaders. Space. Oh my god. That's correct. <laughs> Alright, Jesse, you're up. Okay. 2015. Kerbal Blank Program. Space. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Alright, we're going back to David. 1999. Blank Channel 5. Sp <laughs> Space. <laughs> Can't even get it out, can you? That's correct. <laughs> Jesse? Yes. 2008. Dead blank. Oh, come on! Rise? No, space. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, okay, David. Mm, 1985. Blank Harrier. I'm sorry, what was the year? 1985. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
<laughs> Space. That's correct. Uh, okay, uh, Jesse. 2015. Affordable blank adventures. Space. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. David, you need you, David. You need this one to take the round. <laughs> I'm giving what? him the points before they even finish answering. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing this one. Wait, on. he David, gets more need, questions than I do. <laughs> David, you need this one to finish the round off. <laughs> 1995, blank jam. Wait, did they make that a game? <laughs> oh Christ! I hope not. <laughs> Absolutely, they did. Yeah. Oh. Space. <laughs> That's correct. So, Johnny, I think it's time to uh, turn on the calculating computer after that lightning round. Calculating computer activated. Computer. I... Beeps. Boops. Space. Space. <laughs> Scoring I'm sorry. I need to let that settle for a minute. <laughs> oh, goodness. This game's winner is David Fleming. <laughs> In space. Space. <laughs> okay, cool. Space. Uh, so yeah, great game, guys. Uh, sorry, Jesse, that uh, you know that there weren't more uh, space games available to uh, possibly give you the win on that one. Yeah, oh well. But. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man, good game that was, tonight. That was a lot a great of great lightning round. Good tunes, great lightning round, all-time yeah. classic. <laughs> uh, and it really did go by quick. It was, you know, you know, it was a true lightning round. Like, let's just knock this shit out. So, um, congratulations on the win tonight, David. Uh, yeah, both of you really deserved it. You guys as didn't get a game wrong. As soon as you said wrong. the first one, I was thinking, I bet they're all gonna be space. And then Purple Space, but I was like, I was right. <laughs> Something tells me this lightning round theme is space. <laughs> yeah, but I was waiting for it's like, you know, blank invaders, blank channel five, dead blank, and then I was waiting for like the Legend of Zelda, blank of time. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> nope. No twist. <laughs> Strictly space. Yeah, I actually um, came. I like I looked up Space Jam for PlayStation and Sega Saturn, because uh, I really dope. just wanted to play whatever shitty music they had and then come on and slam. But oh, dude. they did not have come on and slam in the game, at least not as far as I could tell. Dude, so, the 1995 MIDI version of Come On and Slam would have been fucking amazing. Well, <laughs> it's just CD audio, so it would just be regular Come On and Slam. Unless yeah. it wasn't. Unless it was just somehow like, they couldn't <laughs> even afford to use that song. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so congrats, David. Um, what do you have in mind for a theme for our next show? Um, so I've been thinking about this theme for a few weeks now, and I Space. think this is going to be... Make for a really interesting show because it's a broad but specific topic. Space. A lot of times we <laughs> talk about uh, games that we love and games that we have like fond memories of. So my topic is favorites. Okay. Fa now, Meaning? it can be it can be as broad and open as this is my favorite. PlayStation 2 game, or this is my favorite racing game, or like this is my favorite game in this series, mm. or it can be something as specific as this game has my favorite boss, or my favorite level, 
or my favorite cutscene. Something about the game you choose has to be your absolute favorite. This is my favorite game to talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> Quest 64 it is! Uh, yes. here it comes. Oh, I'm excited. I love that you came up with this theme after John Regan already used Moonwalker. Yeah, goddammit. <laughs> He's like, now what do I do? I yeah. John only has one favorite for everything that could possibly be <laughs> in video FPS? games, and it's yeah. all Moonwalker. Favorite so, boss? You know. jo- Joe Pesci? Favorite? Yeah. <laughs> you know? John will no favorite longer be participating. Game? Favorite power-up? Kids. <laughs> <laughs> You know, actually, now that they've released all that information, maybe Moonwalker isn't the best uh, thing to talk about anymore. Yeah. You know, favorite game that gets you on a government registry, Moonwalker. Wait, I think Um, I missed something here. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Just stay stay, stay pure. Stay golden, Pony Boy. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's going to be a good topic, David. I like the idea. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah I like the. You know. It's. It's like you said. Simultaneously broad, and it will be specific for each of us. So, cool. Uh, we'll be when thinking of our favorites. When you said it was going to be broad, we'll be... I thought maybe it was going to be about female protagonist games. Boom. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is. Favorite. Favorite but female protagonist. It's not my favorite. Favorite. Oh. Although you could do your favorite female protagonist game. Boom. Doing it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Super Metroid was already taken. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Well, second favorite. Nope. Wait. That's not the topic. Crap. <laughs> I'll have to think of something else. Uh, so, anyway, great game tonight, guys. Um, you know, uh, everybody knows where to find us. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, are these video clips that we've been pulling lately, are those going to Instagram, too, or are those just uh, turn up on our Twitter at this point? Right now on Twitter, because Instagram limits it to 15 seconds, and I haven't found any good 15-second clips. I keep pulling You heard it here first. Instagram can suck our ass. Um, so, yeah. You find us on tw- pull any clip from this episode that uses space. Done. <laughs> there will be so many clips on Instagram of us laughing at the word space. Um, so, yeah. Uh, space! <laughs> uh, gonna you can follow one. me on Twitter at jgangster187. You can follow John on Twitter at... jpreganjr. Yep. You can follow Jesse on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can follow David this week's winner at DFD Fleming. Yep. Um, so yeah, David, you've got a bonus song coming. What uh what's uh what's the bonus music? Take us out. I do. Um this is a song from my favorite space game. Thank you for listening. Subscribe and rate on iTunes. Follow Game That Tune on Twitter at GTT Pod.
Super Metroid is copyright 1994 Nintendo. Jet Force Gemini is copyright 1999 Rare Limited. Star Fox Zero is copyright 2016 Nintendo. Marathon is copyright 1994 Bungie Software Products Corporation. Thunder Force 3 is copyright 1990 Technosoft. <laughs> One less. Oh, no, not over yet. You got like two more minutes. Jesus, seriously? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a long one. Nice. Oh, it's, it's like three minutes. I thought it was winding down with some florps. 